Welcome to Casual Citizen, an ongoing series about Star Citizen, the upcoming first-person space MMO by Cloud Imperium Games. I'm your host, Alyssiana, from alyssianasworld.com. This week, I'm going to discuss my thoughts after participating in the Alpha 3.0 private test universe. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Begin transmission. I had a more extensive set of commentary planned, but decided to scrap most of it and cut to the chase. I think I've hit my first real feelings of concern for Star Citizen. As I experienced what was available to test of the Alpha 3.0 content, a realization dawned that no matter how many sophisticated and impressive tools they create to assist in developing the planned universe, it's a monumental task littered with sinkholes they will fall into and have to dig themselves out of as they go. Moreover, the detailed animations, physics grid, and interactions are sheared rock faces they will have to climb over and over and over. Case in point, zoning in at Port Olisar in a bed has been live for quite some time now, and suddenly I'm arriving consistently below or partially submerged. Sometimes I'm stuck in the no-man's land of the physics grid, other times I'm not. The doors have been working on the station just as long, but now not so much. Some stuck closed, others stuck partially closed. Interacting with items via the native use feature worked, but has been replaced with a very fiddly inner thought system that is annoying to me on small objects such as buttons or panels to do something as simple as, please open the fucking door. You have to be at the right distance and angle to get the contextual menu to display. I am sure on occasion, when I hover over the ladder of my ship, I might want to raise or lower it or pop the canopy. However, the vast majority of the time, all I want to do is get inside. I don't understand the value add to me as a player of having to hold the F key, get the circle in a circle to display, align the mouse over enter ship and left click. Why is this better? How did this improve my gaming experience? To me, it's not more immersive. It just screams, I'm in a game. I have to interact with a menu. Thank goodness there's F5 to avoid the aforementioned convoluted maneuvers to power up the ship. I can only pray we get other one-key options again in the future. Unless they map these selections to keys, it also means I can't rid myself of them with voice attack, which is a very scary thought. Doubtless, some backers are here to have Life Simulator Candy Crush, where clicking buttons is considered fun and immersive. Others of us want to get on with it and experience the content. I vehemently fall into the latter. Once I got past my, why lord why, it was nice to see the introduction of NPC locomotion. Of course it still looks awkward and they're doing weird things a good bit of the time. Seeing them firsthand crystallized the Herculean effort required to deliver the desired end state of NPCs carrying out unique tasks from their own life story versus the zombies I saw walking into walls and clipping through objects. It immediately brought to mind an image of the World of Warcraft NPCs walking their short leash path in Ironforge. Yeah, I get it now. And why seeing NPCs doing longer routes, such as the Stormwind Guard, felt so special. 
I applaud Star Citizen for wanting to have a whole universe full of autonomous-like NPCs. But watching them now? Woo! We've got a long way to go, baby. Crashes, black screen of can't connect to the universe, and slideshow frame rates aside, the seamless travel from a space station to a planetside location is nothing short of phenomenal. It's been impressive to see during demonstrations, but doing it for yourself is unreal. Coming out of quantum in the upper atmosphere, Using the max speed boost to quick travel to a location, flying down to the surface yourself and landing safely is out of this world fun. The whole trip I was thinking, I want to do this right. Game don't crash. I don't want to crash. Let's not crash. And I didn't. I landed safe and sound on my first attempt. Technical issues prevented me from seeing more than two locations, Daymar and Delamar and the poor frame rates prevented me from attempting to take more video. As amazing as planetside travel was, this is the first PTU that left me with concerns. I walked away with the impression that this mountain is much steeper than many of us think, and I counted myself among those who knew it was a long road. Alpha 3.0 is part of the foundational work, so it's reasonable that it's taken time to complete and requires a healthy chunk of time to make ready for life. However, this isn't all the foundational work, it's not even all of the 3.0 content. Based on the time to develop and bug test 3.0, I have a hard time envisioning quarterly releases that include significant features. I think adding new missions, mission givers, working on the NPCs, ships, locations, performance improvements, and the alike are reasonable quarterly. However, I suspect that new features will take considerably longer. For the many who have preached and believed that 3.0 is a miracle release, it's time to temper your expectations unless you're into being frustrated. I'd rather be reserved and happily surprised at this point. Another concern is that I worry that some aspects of Chris Roberts' version of immersion is going to feel like unnecessary faffing around to me. I want to open a door. I want to get in my ship. No amount of fanciness or detailed animation will make that more exciting or rewarding, nor does it need to be. Some things are best left direct and practical. I feel even more now that the detailed near-lifelike animations weren't necessary to the degree they've been made, and the task of cleaning them up since they've gone down this road is a whole other hornet's nest to deal with. I think with animations, they've created their own brand of Uncanny Valley, where having any of them be the least bit janky will draw your attention, breaking immersion, which is the opposite of what they're attempting to achieve. Continually fixing the physics grid is going to be a bitch. However, it's a necessary element because it feeds so much of what will be possible in Star Citizen. But geez louise, they will be battling this into release and beyond. On a positive note, when so few features feel this exciting, you know that the final game will be nothing short of mind-blowing. It's incumbent on backers to be patient and supportive, while also being honest with ourselves and CIG on staying the course, and more importantly, not expanding features beyond what's already committed. This includes backers asking for shit, 
and claiming it should be easy, simple, this shouldn't take much time, etc. Nothing about Star Citizen implementation is easy. Touch one thing, break seven others. So let's rein in expectations, take a deep breath of reality, and exhale calmly. Acting outrage isn't going to change anything. Whatever your concerns, voice them in a polite and constructive manner so that the message is heard. CIG is talented and passionate enough to get this done. But my oh my, we have some challenging times ahead. I'll be back with more about exploring 3.0 content once the stability improves. Thanks for tuning in. This is Alyssiana out. Be kind and fly safe. End transmission.